love meeting a new customer. Come on in. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Bob's Tavern Cast. We are back. I don't know what Bob's doing. Probably trying to, like, ride some dragons or something, tame something. But anyways, we are back. I am your bartender, Don. And I'm sick, so... (laughs) (laughs) But I think people call me Jay. I don't really remember at this point. Yes. So... We're trying a little bit of a switch up um, with the way we do the show today, but we've got a lot to talk about. There was a huge patch that just went went live uh, a few days ago. I, I was telling Don, any other week, I would just be like, there's no way I'm recording, but this this is the patch that we've all been waiting for. There's like over 40 changes that happened in Battlegrounds alone. And the longer we wait, it's it's just going to be harder and harder to, to keep up with everything. So uh, we're going to at least try to get through as much of it as we can. Uh, hopefully we should be able to get through all of it. Uh, but just know that this will be a little bit more abbreviated in our thoughts because there is so much to cover. And I'm sure over the next few weeks, we will go into more depth on our thoughts on these different heroes and, and minions and changes that have happened. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, I mean, like you mentioned, there there was a lot that was added to this. So I think we'll, there's some other things, but we'll kind of just skip over those. I think we're just going to focus on this Battleground stuff. So um, for one thing, uh, they added new heroes so wait wait wait, wait. Well, one one thing before we jump all the way into it shout out to amber flight gaming um y'all did amazing at dreamhack anaheim i think it was itachi that got like top four that's absolutely amazing uh way to represent i saw i saw like the amber flight logo on stream like two or three times so i, I just wanted to throw that out there well, thank you. Yeah, it it was uh, exciting. I guess, yeah, we kind of skimmed over that. Mentioned that we went to DreamHack, of course. That's why we had a bit of a break. Um, and actually, uh, we got to hang out. We had dinner together while we were there. Uh, you drove down and, and met us and had some dinner. And Yeah, it was, it was uh, a blast. And, and you got to meet the <laughs> the Miller clan and everyone was super excited and, and had a great time. And uh, yeah, my my daughter got to meet her favorite streamer, so that was absolutely phenomenal. And she is so cute, by the way. There there are some pictures, I think, uh, somewhere on Twitter, probably from my Twitter, but there are some pictures somewhere. Um, yeah, and I uh, we, we got her a little teddy bear that we gave to her when we when we met you guys. And, oh man, she's so she dang loves cute. That thing. <laughs> like it it has it's been our road warrior. It's been like. <laughs> She's throwing a fit, like, get the bear! Like, it's (laughs) definitely been her, like, favorite toy since she's got it. She is just super cute. (laughs) But dragons are not super cute. Well, some of them are. Red whelps are are a little (laughs) adorable, but... (laughs) They kind of are. 
Um, okay, so let's see. I'm just looking back at the actual blog post here. So they kind of start with the heroes. So I guess that's where we can start. Um, so I guess we could just run through these real quick. Do you want to like alternate reading them? No, I'm just going to let you read them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. First, we have Galakrond, uh, hero power, one gold. Uh, replace a minion in Bob's Tavern with a minion from a higher tavern tier. Uh, next, we have Deathwing, a passive hero power. All minions have plus three attack. We have Ysera with a one cost hero power. Refresh and add a dragon to Bob's Tavern. Uh, Nazdormu, another passive hero power. Your first refresh each turn costs zero. Maligos, uh, a zero cost hero power. Replace a minion with a random one of the same tavern tier. Alexstrasza, another passive. After you upgrade Bob's Tavern to tavern tier five, discover two dragons. And then Reno Jackson with a four cost hero power. Make a friendly minion golden once per game. So I've I've played with all of these heroes, I think except for um Ysera. And I mean all of them are pretty good. Some of them are really good. Galakron I, I really like Galakron. It takes it does take a second to get used to uh playing uh and always using your hero power uh and then freezing your board a lot. <laughs> that that's the, the trick that I learned is that like if you just upgrade freeze your board, upgrade, freeze your board, upgrade, freeze your board by like the fourth or fifth turn. The fourth or fifth turn you wind up having like a six star minion or six tier minion. Oh, so it, it gets, it can get pretty nasty pretty quick. Um, the, the other ones that I really enjoyed using is, um, Nuzdormu. Um, just having that free reroll every time can really, like make a huge difference in uh what's going on on your board. I think that it's it almost feels similar to like that like first turn reroll in standard and you're like, "Eh, this is okay. I really want to see what what else is out there." Uh and doing it for free versus having to waste uh gold to do it is really really strong. And then I think the sleeper on here that I didn't think was going to be good, but turns out to be really good is Alex Straza. Um, Alex Straza, the, the thing that makes that dragon so good is that getting to tier five is a little bit of a challenge, but once you're there, it is so easy to just get golden dragons. It's so easy to get like tier five, tier six dragons. Like I have come back from 
like last place to get like top four just from hitting that turn five and getting those two dragons. Cause I mean, yeah, I think those are free. Like, it's not like you're also paying it's, it's you get to where you want to be. You, you tear up and then all of a sudden you now have two minions for the price of nothing on top of that. You have whatever is in the tavern for you to pick. And it it causes for a, a humongous swing turn. Um but but yeah, what what about you? What what do you think have been the strongest picks in uh this hero update? Um it it's been a little interesting. I've only gotten to personally actually play with uh Alex Straza. I haven't gotten offered the other ones which has kind of been sad because I actually have played quite a bit. But um, I don't know. I've seen a lot of people playing Deathwing and I can't decide if it's good or not. Like, because it gives all minions plus three attacks, so it buffs your minions and your opponent's minions. And, um, you know, I kind of heard mixed things about Galakrond. Like, people are expecting Galakrond to be stronger uh, which is the one, you know, one cost, replace a minion in the tavern with a tavern tier higher. Um, but yeah, Alex Straza is a really interesting one because it seems like it's one of those heroes that you kind of can take a lot of damage early because you are you don't have that hero power like some other heroes do that they're able to use earlier in the game. But yeah, once you get to that tier five, you get to pick two dragons and the kind of interesting thing is it can kind of flop too. <laughs> like because it's a discover two dragons, it can be from tier five or tier six, but they can also be tier one or tier two and not really do much. So it's kind of interesting. Um, but I think I like Alex Straza. I think there's there's gonna be some interesting things that happen with Alex Straza. Um, and then Mally Ghost might be another one that that we see uh, kind of get more popular. I think the biggest thing is most of these heroes require a certain like thought process in how you play them. And I think that's, that's what makes them so polarizing either, either, you know, in a positive or negative way, like uh, Reno being able to automatically make one minion gold i've i've seen people try to hold on to that for so long that you know oh a golden you know zap it would be great yeah i mean that's true a golden mama bear would be great however if you can't get that far into the game you just died because you didn't want to hold on to it when you could have used you could have had like a golden, oh, I'm trying to think of a go- like a golden soul juggler or a golden, yep. um, I can't, Malganus. And I know I'm just throwing out demons there, but that's because I feel like <laughs> demons are still strong. But I mean, there, there's still a lot that people haven't figured out yet with some of these heroes. And I think Reno has been like the weakest of the bunch. Um, I currently don't understand Malagos. Like, I, I 
I get it. Like it's free, but I would. It's a free hero power. All it does is change one minion, and it, it's from the same tavern tier. So it's not like it's. I I think that, I think that they'll wind up changing Malagos a little bit to make it from any tavern tier or from like a tavern tier higher or something like that. Um, the only thing I worry about with that is then you're you're doing basically the same thing with uh, Galakron. I think the the yeah. way that they change that is they make it it can be from uh, one tavern tier higher or the same, but it's random, which makes it kind of worth it when you have the zero hero the zero cost. Um, that you talked about not getting that option, you know, for new heroes as often. There are now thirty three heroes in the. Uh, pool. That's insane. <laughs> like, it's... it's Insanely awesome. Yeah, I mean, this is what we asked for. Is like, we wanted, you know, we wanted it so that not every hero was presented. And, like, we got that. 33 is, is kind of a... It's a lot. <laughs> it is. And, and, I mean, I'm yeah. glad. I mean, that's eight heroes that aren't offered... Or nine heroes that aren't offered each turn. Um, I wonder. <laughs> I wonder how that's going to work out. Uh, something that other auto battlers have done is basically what uh, Battlegrounds was doing, where they would take out four heroes and then put in, you know, four different ones, and those would be the heroes that are available. I wonder what the plan is for the next uh, Hearthstone year. Because we got Dragons like two weeks, roughly two to three weeks before they announce uh, Hall of Fame minions and what the next year is going to hold. So I feel like this is just the beginning. There's going to be more and more heroes that show up into Battlegrounds. And if that's the case, like... I would love for there to be like 50 heroes overall, but I do think that they've got to rein it in and say like, okay, like season one, when season one begins, these are going to be the heroes that are available and season one's going to run from this time to this time. Because if you've ha- if you have like 20 minion or 20 heroes that aren't showing up, that's a lot. That's a lot to to worry about, a lot to to think about in your your gameplay. Yeah, and I, I do kind of wonder actually, I mean, looking at the style of the hero powers that they put in, it's they seem to be more generalized. Uh, like we didn't get one that is, you know, like uh all dragons in Bob's Tavern get plus one plus one, you know, like or anything like that. There was nothing that's specifically, a, like, dragon-related. Um, they're all pretty generalized. So it seems to me like they're going to start moving in that direction overall. And, you know, maybe we do see some sort of... They kind of scaled back the demons. They added these dragons. You know, maybe over the year, maybe in a few months, they end up... Maybe they take out mechs, you know, and put in something completely different or, you know, kind of switch things up there. Uh, you know, that that could be a thing that they're looking at. And 
you know, in terms of, well, if they're taking out mechs or if they take out demons, then there's going to be some heroes that are just going to be irrelevant at that point. So they'll take those heroes out. So maybe that'll help the help the hero pool and help keep things interesting. Definitely. All right. But uh, let's see. Is there anything else you want to mention about the new heroes before we move on to the minions? Um, no, because I think that we kind of need to know what the minions are before we, we talk about uh, some of the existing heroes that seem to have gotten stronger. Uh, but no, all in all, I, I think that the new heroes added are, are great. I... I personally don't like Deathwing, um, but I think that's just because he, the thing with heroes like that is they disrupt game plans um, in that you kind of walk in with a strategy and then for that one turn, your strategy is kind of pointless because everything is affected, not just one side. I could see them changing that. I could see it being like your minions have plus one attack or something like that. Uh, I I personally think that having all the minions, it it forces you to throw out your strategy for one turn, and it, it makes poisons and divine shields and kind of those types of minions way more important than an overall strategy. Yeah, I mean, I think it, they really stuck with the Deathwing theme, you know, because in her so like, you, the original Deathwing uh, destroys all minions on the board and then empties your hand. Uh, the Deathwing mad aspect that's fairly new that came out with Descent of Dragons, you know, that is a 12-12 that when it comes out onto the board, it attacks all minions that are on the board, so yours and theirs. So... I, I do like the theme of it that they kind of stuck with that, like it affects everything because I do think it kind of makes you think about things differently. Um, and depending on how you kind of build your comps and, and that kind of thing, what you focus on, um, giving your opponent's minions plus three attack generally doesn't mean much depending on, like I said, if, you know, depending on how you kind of build your comp and what you go for. Something I think would be really cool with that is if they made it almost like patchwork where you start with a higher health total, but then Deathwing attacks, like the actual hero itself attacks one minion each turn, like at the very beginning, like that would be cool because it's like, okay, I'm going to use my face and the further in the game, the less you know, impactful because you only have like one health or, you know, if you only have 10 health, you're only doing 10 damage. And also you make it so that it's not a passive. You make it that you have to activate it. So at that point you're like, okay, I can hit someone for 60 damage and I might take three points of damage from it. Like that would be super cool. But that's, that's me and my pie in the sky ideas. (laughs) I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna suggest that, uh, we completely flipped the game on its head. They've already done that with <laughs> announcing so many dang heroes and minions. Yes. Well, speaking of all those minions, let's move into those. So there are 18 new uh, minions that have been added. So 
kind of run through those really quickly. Uh, at tier one, we have Dragon Spawn Lieutenant, which is a 2-3 dragon with taunt. And we also have Red Whelp, which is a 1-2 dragon. Uh, start of combat, deal one damage per friendly dragon to one random enemy minion. Yeah, Dragon Spawn Lieutenant. I mean, it's Rockpool Tidehunter, but in dragon form. Uh, and with taunt. Yeah, and with taunt. It's kind of like that mid-ground between Vulgar Homunculus and Rockpool Tidehunter. Um, but Red Whelp, you see these Red Whelps everywhere. Uh, it It's a little annoying, uh, not gonna lie. <laughs> I, I wonder if they won't do something with red whelps like it it seems like it seems like even at one two they just do a lot <laughs> especially when you can deal six damage at the beginning of every turn like i i i feel like because it's not an actual card like in the game it's not an actual card in the game is it no. Okay. It's a uh, battleground specific. So yeah, that gives them the ability to mess with the attack and defense totals, and and I could see this being like a zero two or a one one, something like that. But at at its present time, oh my goodness, red whelps are everywhere. <laughs> yeah, they kind of are. I I don't know. I'm not sure if it needs changing. Or not, I can't decide. I mean, it's definitely pretty good. Um, the thing, though, is that, you know, it is tier one. So generally, I mean, you're not doing much damage with these until you get kind of to the mid game. And by the time you're in the mid game, if you have this one, two that's taking up a spot on your board, uh, it's not very good. I think the the only thing with that, though, is there are so many cards at later on in the game like wax rider tog waggle um herald of flame especially twilight emissary at you know tier five as well as with razagor that make it so that you're not getting penalized as much for keeping red whelp in your lineup because I mean, you gotta think with razagor you're getting plus one plus one for red whelp just existing each turn um Sure. And on top of that, you got to think too. You could have your board full of dragons, except for maybe like a Togwaggle, uh, three or four turns in. So now you go from doing one or two points of damage at the beginning to doing five or six points of damage relatively early in the game. On top of the one two that is his, you know, attack and defense. Like, I feel like make it make you, you can't really mess with his actual ability maybe you make it a death rattle instead of at the start of combat like i could see that working uh but i don't i don't know how they balance red whelps so that people aren't holding on to them as long because again right now the only downside is like you said you have this weak minion on the board but if you have other cards that are giving you a bonus for having that weak minion on the board. Who cares? Like people put um, Bran on the board. Bran's a two, four, but it's worth it because you have double battle cries. 
Yeah, I, I guess it is kind of one of those that it really just depends on the comp and what else you have. But, you know, you mentioned uh, Togwaggle a lot. So let's move on to the tier two. There are four minions here. Uh, so I'll run through these real quick and then we'll talk about the tier two. So we have uh, Glyph Guardian, which is a 2-4 dragon. Whenever this attacks, double its attack. Uh, uh, Steward of Time, a 2-4 dragon. When you sell this minion, give all minions in Bob's Tavern plus one plus one. Wax Rider Togwaggle, a two or one two. Whenever a friendly dragon kills an enemy, gain plus two plus two. And Unstable Ghoul, which has been in the game before, uh, it is a one three uh, with taunt and a death rattle. Deal one damage to all minions. So, Togwaggle is definitely. <laughs> In my opinion, Togwaggle is the strongest in this. Um, Golden Togwaggle gives you, I think it's 4-4, right? Yep, yeah. Like, to me, that is the big, that's the big in in tier 2. I feel like Steward of Time, you buy, you sell. Like, it's, it's not really worth holding on to unless you're just trying to buff your red whelp. Glyph Guardian yeah. is very interesting. A lot of people pull Glyph Guardians and then they proceed to die um, because I don't think the card is good. Um, it can be good. It usually isn't. So, uh, and then Unstable Ghoul. I like Unstable Ghoul. I think that it. I've I've pulled some shenanigans with Unstable Ghoul where I've used it to get a really big um scavenging hyena. Oh yeah. <laughs> you let it kill let it token and then all of a sudden your unstable ghoul like goes off and kills all of your tokens. <laughs> so then yeah, like granted you've lost all your tokens, but you've also gained a really big hyena. Um I think that I think that there's going to be some really interesting um, ideas come out of having unstable goal in the game. Yeah, there there definitely are some kind of mechanics like that. Um, and and you talked about you know the wax rider togwaggle. Uh, yeah, that's that's definitely a pretty strong one. Um, I mean, it can be kind of you know. It's it's so similar, I feel like, in terms of how you want to build your comp around it or include it in your in your comps. Uh it to me it's very similar to like soul jugglers. Um uh what's the wow. The one that buffs your beasts when you play a beast or when you summon a beast. Not Mama um, Bear, but the other one. Yeah. The the three pack three. leader, right? Pack leader, yes, thank you. Um, you know, it, it's kind of like that. It kind of can support those comps. It's not necessary, but it can, you know, be really good if you have it there. Um, you know, yeah, you, you kind of mentioned this, but I do want to bring up uh, one of the cards we've talked about, one we haven't. But this says, whenever a friendly dragon kills an enemy, gain plus two, plus two. So, yeah, that red whelp that we talked about uh, that deals damage at the start of combat. If that damage kills a minion, Togwaggle gets buffed. 
Uh, we're going to talk later about uh, Herald of Flame that deals damage to minions. Same thing. If that damage from Herald kills a minion, Togwaggle gets buffed. And yeah, like you said, the golden gives plus four, plus four. That can add up really fast. And and that's why I think that they have to do something with Red Whelp. Because, again, it doesn't matter how weak the card is. If it does six damage and has the opportunity to kill on top of buffing uh, a golden Togwaggle. And you're talking about minions that are at tier one and tier two. So it's yeah. really possible to get uh, these golden very early in the game. And and we didn't mention this, but Red Whelp, once it's golden, it does that damage twice. So imagine doing like five points of damage twice. Um, it's yeah. not always to the same minion, but it can be. And I've, I've had it happen plenty of times yeah. where like you're doing 10 damage to a minion <laughs> and completely erasing it from the board. And on top of that, if you get plus four, plus four, it is really easy to buff your Togwaggle up to, to some pretty scary levels. Yeah, and since that Red Whelp does that damage at the start of combat before minions start attacking, that can give that Togwaggle the buff before there's even any attacks happening. Exactly. Which is huge. And, and there are people that will run multiple Red Whelps, too, at the beginning of the game. So yeah. you might have two Red Whelps on the board, you have the potential to turn a 1-2 into a 5-7, which to me is just... Oh, sorry, a 5-6, which is just still insane. It's a it's a tier yeah. 2 minion. Yeah, and I, you know, I guess we should mention, too, and talk about the fact that Red Whelp, since it deals damage per friendly dragon, that includes itself. So you're always guaranteed to get at least the one damage off yeah i feel like they'll go back to the drawing board on red Whelp. yeah the more we talk about it maybe it's like okay yeah that's, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of stuff there um but let, let's move on here to tier three there are two new tier three minions uh, we have bronze warden which is a two one dragon with divine shield and reborn and Hangry Dragon, a 4-4 dragon, at the start of your turn, gain plus two, plus two, if you won the last combat. One of these is OP. The other one is such a ripoff. <laughs> <laughs> one of them sucks. One of them's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, and so. for me, Bronze Warden is the OP one. Um, they're... Yeah, there are so, All right. there's so many cards. I mean, we're gonna get right into it on tier four with Draconid Enforcer, that is going to get plus four plus four just because Bronze Warden exists, and then you also have the ability to continuously buff. You have Holy Mackerel at tier six. You have uh, Nadina the Red at tier six, like. Bronze Warden is broken because you get two Divine Shields to pop after. And then on top of that, you have Bolvar that's still in the game. So there are there are literally three minions that get buffed because Bronze Warden exists. And on top of that, Togwaggle, again. <laughs> that's four point that's what see 
Divine Shield is two damage. Non-Divine Shield, two damage. Divine Shield, two damage. Eight points of damage coming from Bronze Warden. You're going to kill something. So Togwaggle's at least getting buffed once, if not more than once. Yeah, Bronze Warden, it's a sleeper agent, is so good. If I see Bronze Warden, I almost Instagrab it every time because the card just good. And then Hangry Dragon, I'm sorry. A potential 2-2? Like, what if what if I lose? And I, the thing I hate about it more than anything is that the the animation for it to act like it's going to buff happens every time whether you win or lose <laughs> so it's like yeah. ah nope psych <laughs> gotcha and then uh from there you're just like well this sucks it'll be a 6-6 one day and then you lose and you're like oh it'll be a 6-6 one day and you lose again <laughs> and you're like okay one of these days it'll be a 6-6 and then you t- you you win and you're like it'll be a 8-8 one day and then you lose and you're just like oh, this is stupid <laughs> yeah all right so my my thoughts on these yeah bronze warden i don't know i haven't liked it that much i think it's only good because other cards play off of its effects um, so if you don't have those cards, you know, kind of the ones you mentioned that really benefit from that, it's not that great. Um, I think if you can get it early, then it might be pretty good. Um, but as you kind of move, move into other comps or, you know, move away, or if you don't have divine shield combos and stuff like that, it just doesn't seem as good unless you can buff it up a lot and, and make it big, then it's great. Um, the hangry dragon, like I have liked this. But the thing is, it feels you, you kind of hear a lot of people talk about uh, win more cards like in in standard and constructed, you know, and what people say when they say it's a win more is basically if you're already ahead and you're already winning, that card is just like even better. Right. It's really good when you're already winning. And I kind of feel like that's Hangry Dragon because you get the buff when you win. So then at like before you can even start buying more things to make your board better, this has already gotten buffed, which means your board's already better. And then you can buy stuff and then make your board even better, which means then you're probably going to win the next battle, which then this gets buffed. It's just like you're rewarded for already doing well, and then you do even better because this thing's bigger. Um, like one game yesterday that I was playing, uh, I ended up with a 44-44 Hangry Dragon. Jeez. <laughs> uh, that was a, it was a little bit ridiculous, but it's like I was already winning because I had this big board and I won, so then it kept getting buffed. And it's like I was just it, it felt like a win more kind of scenario. So I don't know how I feel about it. I the four four stat line at the tier three seems pretty decent. And it is a dragon, so you can kind of combo it with some other things, but I don't know. I think it's all right. I think you brought up a really big point in in that it being a win more. The one thing that I would I would think about with that though is in the current meta, people aren't hitting tier three until they have a full board, which means right. you're taking something out of your winning lineup to like fit this in. And and while that might be okay, that can often disrupt your game plan. And so you, you have to kind of be careful because like 
if you take out the wrong thing, you go from winning more to not winning at all. And then again, you're stuck with this this 4-4 dragon that you're like, but when I start winning again, it's going to get stronger, right? And then that just doesn't yeah. happen and you die. Yeah, I, I think, I can't remember exactly because I played so many games, but if I remember correctly, the game that I had that and it got super buffed up, um, I had kind of started with a board of like token type things and some smaller stuff. So once I hit three, I mean, a 4-4 was fairly you know, good compared to, um, compared to, you know, the one ones and two ones and stuff that I had. Yeah. I, I could see them even bringing it down and making it like a tier two minion, but then maybe starting it at like Ooh. two, two instead of four, four. Uh, cause then you're talking about scaling. <laughs> like, yeah, that would be yeah. scary. Cause then you have like this 12, 12 <laughs> on the board. That's just like, humongous and nasty and you're like, oh okay well it's hangry I get it <laughs> yeah I think if they change that I, I feel like maybe even just a plus two plus one might be fine yeah or even just gain two attack <laughs> like gain two attack every time you win yeah like that would be great I, I just I just worry because again it, it's more of a like bronze warden is a card that it doesn't have to scale to still benefit your comp. And again, we're talking about cards that will exist just to exist. Like you could put bronze warden on your lineup just to, to buff your red whelp, just to buff your tog waggle. Right. Like it doesn't have to be humongous. It just needs to exist and take something out. Um, and then on top of that, it's really just buffing a big minion. And that's, that's something that I've noticed a lot in the, current uh meta is that there are a lot of like one big butt boards <laughs> like you just have yeah like this one minion with taunt and like 40 health and <laughs> if yeah. you get through that one card then you kind of destroy them but you still have to worry about getting through that one card so like being able to put something up with persistence and on top of that buffing the rest of your minions like, especially when you have something that it has a positive effect once it gets attacked, uh, I feel like it Bronze Warden will make more sense once we start talking about, like, Tier 4 and Tier 5 and Tier 6 uh, minions. Yeah, I, I agree. And actually, speaking of that, let's move on. There are three new minions added to Tier 4. So we have, uh, for Tier 4, Draconid... Enforcer, 3-6 Dragon, after a friendly minion loses Divine Shield, gain plus 2, plus 2. Uh, Herald of Flame, which is a 5-4 Dragon with Overkill, deal 3 damage to the leftmost enemy minion. And Cobalt Scalebane, which is a 5-5 Dragon, at the end of your turn, give another random friendly minion plus 3 attack. Um, I do want to mention, you know, we, we've kind of mentioned it a couple times already this herald of flame uh so it has this overkill deal three damage to the leftmost minion less leftmost enemy minion uh we've kind of talked about how this does work with red whelp and you know togwaggle so you know let's say your red whelp does some damage to something doesn't quite kill it but then the herald of flame attacks into it and has overkill and then it's going to deal damage to something else 
all the while, all these things are buffing your wax rider tog waggle. Uh, but the biggest thing that some people are realizing or are seeing in, in big streams and stuff like that, uh, this Herald of Flame with the overkill, it does keep going. So let's say it does three damage to the leftmost enemy minion that only has two health. Well, then it just overkilled that. So then it does three damage to the now leftmost enemy minion. Well, if that only has one or two health and it overkills there, it does it again. It, it, it keeps going. And I actually got to do that in one of my games. And then I saw, um, I think I was watching Sir Salty's stream. And uh, they they were talking about it in that stream. But yeah, for those who don't know, it it can kind of chain like that. Herald of Flame Destroyer of Tokens. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, it really it is. <laughs> Just like, oh, yes. you, have, you have a bunch of tokens on the board. I'm going to kill those now. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I mean, there are other things in the game as well to buff your dragons and stuff like that. So you can end up making Herald of Flame bigger um, than just a 5-4. And then it, you know, has an easier time doing that overkill. But I mean, basically you're getting, with that overkill, it's kind of the same effect as, you know, a soul juggler or something. Like you're you're getting that extra three damage to something and sometimes it kills it. See, for me, I wanna I wanna point out more the Draconid Enforcer because it doesn't say when a friendly dragon loses Divine Shield. It's when a friendly minion loses Divine Shield. And there are plenty of minions that have Divine Shields that late into the game. Um a big one there is Selfless Hero, which will just magically give two minions Divine Shield uh throughout the game. So whether you have a, a righteous protector that you just held on to at this point, you're probably getting rid of uh, selfless hero, uh, cobalt guardian, which can cause for some, some interesting ideas. Uh, just trying to think of some other ones here. I'm going through the list again for Bolvar cost four, you know, so you have Bolvar mm -hmm. and this in the same, at the same like level. So it's not unheard of to have both on the board. So you could, yeah. you could just be buffing for days. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And you know, one thing I am going to skip ahead slightly in these patch notes. Um, you know, who else likes divine shields? Nadina, the red. Uh, sure. Yes. <laughs> but that's not what I was thinking. Uh, George. George the Fallen oh, did yeah. get a buff. Uh, his hero power that gives a friendly minion divine shield used to cost four, but with this patch, they reduced the cost down to three. Um, I had a game. I think I ended up second, but I was playing George. And yeah, you can, uh, you can choose when to give minions divine shield. So you can just start giving your minions whatever minions you have, Divine Shield, and then get this Draconid Enforcer and start getting this thing buffed up. You can give it Divine Shield itself, you know, with, with George, just put a Divine Shield on that, and then your other minions start losing Divine Shield, and this is getting buffed up, and then it has its own Divine Shield, and there's just Divine Shield for days. And uh, that's pretty sweet. You would think Team 5 would have learned their lesson with these weird menagerie builds. Like, don't don't empower the no, menagerie. No. It's it, no. 
don't don't <laughs> let them know how good it is because I like it and I was doing really well with those. So shh, we, just keep it we, keep it our secret. We had to lose Nightmare Amalgam <laughs> before things went all over the place. Oh, yeah. So like, oh, can you imagine this meta with Nightmare Amalgam? It would be, ugh. No, no, let's not. I mean, I will I will already say the curator, in my opinion, the curator was already my most played hero, and the curator definitely got a stealth buff because it's the only one that has an amalgam still. And yeah. when you have a red whelp plus a your amalgam, that's now two damage that you're doing. Um yeah. on top of right Togwaggle on. and everything else. So like it, it just allows you to scale so much faster. Uh what doesn't allow you to scale faster is Cobalt Scalebane. I feel like this <laughs> this card is just not good. Um <laughs> Attack uh. doesn't really mean much. Um health, in my opinion, is stronger. Again, this is subjective. It uh, because it's random you're kind of just delaying the inevitable with Scalebane. I, I haven't seen any comps that run Scalebane that just tend to do really well. I feel like it's a bad card. Yeah, I think I think that same game that I was playing, George, um, actually had two of these. But you know, we were just talking about Nightmare Amalgam, and you mentioned earlier about how you know some comps just kind of have like one big taunt thing. Um, that's actually kind of what I had going that game. I had like two or three kind of large things that had, you know, a lot of attack, a lot of health, taunt, and then I would put divine shields on them. And then I kind of had those scale banes like behind the taunts that just kept like giving attack to everything. Um, and it was kind of a, a mix of like a couple big taunt divine shield things plus death rattle stuff and then buffing these. Uh, so one of the things that I ended up having taunted was you know, uh, like the mechanical egg or the, you know, so it started with zero attack, but I somehow ended up, it was like a 20 something, 20 something by the end. Uh, Cause these scale banes just kept giving it attack, giving it attack. Um, and then, you know, once I kind of got to the point where I felt comfortable with those few, then I was like, all right, scale banes, you're out of here. Like ditch you and then get, get something else. But the worst was when they buffed each other. You're like, Oh, Okay, now I got the, these two eight five things sitting here. I'm like, I don't want these. I want you to buff my other stuff. Scalebane is not a good card. It's a card that makes good cards better. Yeah. Yes. Sometimes. <laughs> Which means it's not a good card. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's okay. It, it's okay. Um, I think it's better than some of the other tier four things. Um, and, and kind of like you said, I think you can kind of keep it for like a round or two uh, if you kind of have a comp that's going like with red whelps and wax rider tog waggles and, you know, stuff like that. Just to kind of give a decent body, you get a little bit of a buff and then just get rid of it the next turn. So I pulled up all of the minions at tier four. Here, here are a few that I would much rather have. Anoya Module, Bulvar, Cave Hydra, uh, Draconid Enforcer, Floating Watcher, uh, probably even Herald of Flame, Mechano Egg, Menagerie Magician, Security Rover, Siege Breaker, 
talks Finn. <laughs> like, there's so many better tier four minions <laughs> that if I see any of them and Scalebane right next to each other, I'm not getting the Scalebane. <laughs> Just not gonna happen. Uh, you know, I think uh, you and I have different play styles. That's okay. I'm just saying. I think we do. Yeah. I don't... Scalebane is kind of in the middle for me. It's it's kind of one of those that's like, yeah, it's probably not the top one you want, but in some cases, it's probably fine. I, I think that... I think we've exhausted <laughs> all thoughts on Scalebane. <laughs> I was exhausted on Scalebane before we even started talking about it. So. Ouch. <laughs> all right, all right. I, I see how this is going to go. All right, well, let's move on to the Tier 5 then. There are three new Tier 5 minions. Uh, we have Murozond, which is a 5-5 dragon. Battlecry, add a minion from your last opponent's warband to your hand. Uh, Twilight Emissary, a 6-8 dragon with taunt. Battlecry, give a friendly dragon plus three, plus three. And Razor Gore, the unt... Uh, what is that? Untamed. Wow. Font on here. Razor Gore, the untamed, a 2-4 dragon. At the end of your turn, gain plus one, plus one for each dragon you have. So remember how I was talking about how Scalebane isn't a good card? Morazon just joined the Scalebane Club. Like, it's it's not a good card. It's it's no, I don't like Morazon either. It's the same attack and health. It's one tier higher, and it gives you the ability to take a card from a comp that you're not building for. Like, I don't. I I'm sure it would it'll have some highlight plays. I'm sure somebody will get. <laughs> You know, just the nuts off Something of it. crazy. But yeah. I should also mention that these minions aren't golden. Like, if, if someone has a golden, like, Wrath Weaver that's, like, 55-55, you're going to get a 1-1. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. you're not getting a golden Wrath Weaver. <laughs> Wrath Weaver. You're getting a 1-1 minion. This card is bad. This card needs to disappear. <laughs> Yeah. Um Twilight Emissary I kind of like. It's it's to me it's in a weird spot where like you want it for the giving another dragon plus three plus three, but at the same time you're like, I don't know if I really want this six eight taunt body. Like you might want it for one round, but then you're like, okay, now I'm over it, get a you know, go back in the pool. Like I, I just want you for the battle cry. But it's an okay-ish body, so it's like uh, I don't know. Kind of in a weird spot with it. I think it should be a tier four minion. I think that they could play with the stats a little bit to make it fit better in tier four. Yeah, at, at tier five, it's not really doing much. Like, I buy it, I use the battle cry, I sell it almost immediately unless I can't. And then if I can't, I feel upset because I'm stuck with this card that's just there. <laughs> yeah. Um. Meanwhile, Razor Gore. Oh, this card's so broken. Just give it, give it like three turns. That's all you need. Like five, five, three times. That's 
you you literally start at two four and you wind up at uh what seventeen nineteen <laughs> something like that yeah it's it can be pretty good i I think it's one of those cards that you know like you said it's a win more card because if you're losing yeah. and you're like oh there's razor gore it's not gonna immediately impact the board like you have to be winning and continue winning to give yourself more time for this thing to continue growing um right which again this is all the way back down to tier one this is why you keep red whelps this is why you like have some of these these minions that are not necessarily the strongest because Later on, you have things like Razor Gore that are just going to get buffed for those cards existing. Like, it, it slowly becomes your big butt on the board. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it just kind of does take that build-up time. All right. Anything else you want to mention about these Tier 5 before we move on to the final tier? Um, I'm looking at... A lot of these, I, I don't want to look at in terms of like what they do, but in terms of where they sit. Um, tier 5 is a very strong tier. In most games, it will be the last tier that people see. Uh, I also think that they have they've done a really good job in this patch of making Tier 6 seem desirable. But yes. at the same time, there's still just so much at tier five <laughs> that I I tend to find myself camping out there a lot. Um, when you have things like Baron Rivendare, when you have things like um, Malganis, when you have Murazon in there, it makes you just want to rank up to <laughs> get more cards in the pool. Um <laughs> I, I think that they've done a good job with adding some of these buffs, but I think that they need to get a lot of these minions out of Tier 5, because, again, when when you have Begurgle, when you have Primal Fin Lookout, if you, by Tier 5, you already have your strategy in place. You're mm-hmm. not, you're not going to be changing your position. Oh, you know, I was going beast, and now that I'm at tier five, I'm thinking I'm going to switch over to mechs. Like that doesn't happen. You're just like, all right, let me find Savannah High Main. Let me find you know something that I can uh, like strong shell scavenger if I have a bunch of taunt minions or something. And right. I'm just trying to get goldens that way I can guarantee myself a tier six minion instead of ranking up to tier six and having to hope that I draw one. Because also, at this point, people are starting to to die, which then puts all their minions back in the pool. So you now are starting to flood the pool with these weaker minions that make it harder to find the actual minions that you want. Yeah. So I I think my overall thought, um, these cards are fine, but I think that Tier 5, there's still a problem there. And I, I just think they need to reduce the amount of minions that are tier five minions. Um, and I think they could do it. I think they could make uh, some of these uh, tier four. I think they could 
probably move some of them to tier six. I think Ra- I think Razor Gore would be a great tier six minion. Um, I think Bagurgle and Malganus could be good tier six minions. Um, mm-hmm. They have to do something to keep people from camping out at tier five. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like I felt a, when I've been playing since this patch, uh, it's like half of the games. I'm like, yep, I got to tier five. This is all I need. I have everything. And then the other like half of the games were like, wow, tier five. This is just not doing it. And it felt weird. And I was like, either I just wanted all the tier four minions or I was like, I just need to go to six now. And it was it was kind of a weird feeling. Well, even the, in the developer insight on this patch, because they, they did they did do like a, a shadow patch or a shadow uh, buff to tier six. But the, yes. their insight was Tavern Tier 6 has a lot of exciting, exciting minions, and we'd like players to have more of an opportunity to reach them than they have. We're also trying to make Tavern Tier 6 more interesting by adding more powerful new minions. And and again, it's not... They've done that. like They've done some really cool things in Tier 6, but you're guaranteed a tier six minion by going to tier five and getting a golden minion. Like right. I, I think that they have to figure something out. Like, I wonder if even without it getting too out of hand, if they could modify the, the game type so that it's like, if you have a golden minion, you get a, you get to choose discover a minion from the tier higher than the minion that was golden because at that point like okay now I, if i want to get a tier 6 minion i have to golden a tier 5 minion if i if i get a tier 3 minion golden then i only get to choose from tier 4 tier 4 to tier 5 tier 5 to tier 6 i i again i think that, that that's kind of a a very very harsh way to modify the game type so i don't think that they would do something like that i just don't see like if i can golden a tier three minion especially when you're talking about like demons are still good so you can make a a golden wrath weaver you can make a golden scavenging hyena or um the other like a golden rat pack at tier five and still get a mama bear out of it and still get some of these really big minions. Uh, I, I think that something in there has to change. Right. Yeah. So I I do want to mention really quick, you talked about how they, they nerfed this. So we'll just (laughs) say this, but so the starting cost of tavern tier six has been reduced from 10 or reduced to 10 gold down from 11. So Basically, I realistically in most games you should be able to get to Tavern Tier Six a turn <laughs> earlier than what you could before, right? Yeah, and and I, I don't know. Again, some people are still just kind of staying at five and not even going to six. <laughs> so I, I think with like heroes like Alex Straza, uh, George the Fallen, even where you're going to have a lot of turns where leveling up, you're kind of incentivized to level up early. If mm-hmm. I feel like if you use those heroes, you're going to hit tier six more. But again, a lot of it just depends on your comp. If you're going demons, if you're going beasts, there's no reason for you to to rush to tier six. There's just it's, there's not enough there to 
really want to to go that next level. And I, I think that's where the benefit of moving minions out of tier five would help, even if they did make certain minions tier six minions. Or if they made things like rat pack or not not rat pack, sorry, pack leader. If they made that like a tier five minion. Like, okay, now it's I have to get to five sooner which in turn will get me to tier six sooner. Um, I, I think right now, it used to be when you had seven gold, you would go to tier three. Like you would just try to rush to tier three, tier four, tier five. Now mm-hmm. people are staying at tier two and tier three much longer. And I think I talked about this the last time we recorded of like before tier five was kind of the. Like, okay, let me hunker down here and set up my comp. Now it's really tier four. Uh, so, like, once yeah. you hit tier four, like, I've I've forgotten to level up to tier five before <laughs> because it's just, like, there's so many good minions at earlier uh, yeah. earlier levels. So, I, I, I just, if they want, if they're putting all this power in higher tiers, they have to do something to make it worth going up there because right now it's just not. Yeah. Well, speaking of these these tiers and these minions, uh, let's go over these last four minions that are added really quickly. So these are all tier six minions. Uh, we have Holy Mackerel, which is an eight four Murloc. After another friendly minion loses Divine Shield, gain Divine Shield. Uh, Imp Mama, a six eight Demon. Whenever this minion takes damage, summon a random demon and give it taunt. Uh, Calico's Arcane Aspect, a 2-8 dragon. After you play a minion with Battlecry, give your dragons plus one, plus one. And Nadina the Red, a 7-4 with Death Rattle, give your minion, or give your dragons Divine Shield. So lots of Divine Shield going on. Um, but yeah, these are the the tier six that they added in. And also I just want to mention real quick too, there was uh, another couple things here. So with, we've been talking about tier six and tier five Uh, with tier six, they did change mama bear again. Uh, They changed it before a while ago, but now uh, mama bear is again, a five, five. Whenever you summon a beast, give it plus five, plus five instead of the four that it was before. And then they moved uh, Sneed's old shredder from tier six down to tier five. Yeah, Sneed's at five to me is better because there's some legendary minions that are poop, and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I like. I mean, yeah, no, I, I just, I'll just, I'll leave it at that. There, there's some legendary minions that are poop. Um, <laughs> mama bear the buff to mama bear is fine i i don't think it really did all that much um i think it made beasts a little bit more viable but ultimately i think that this whole patch made all of the different metas more viable i feel like you have so many more options especially now that no one's everyone not everyone is trying to force demons everyone's trying to force Mm -hmm. dragons so uh, (laughs) now you have more options to go with and like dragons are weaker against some beasts and dragons are weaker mm-hmm. against murlocs because div- and I feel like the divine shield play was because they just don't know how to make murlocs weaker um, murlocs are one of those weird 
comps of like if you can get to tier six, if you can get to gentle Megasaur, you can win the game. If you can't, yeah. you're probably gonna lose. And that, I mean, I guess you either win or lose, right? Um, but I, I think that all of the divine shields are making it so that you don't feel like you're just immediately going to auto lose to that that Murloc comp that found gentle Megasaur and gave everything divine shield and poison. Um, that said, holy mackerel, I don't know how I feel about it. Honestly, it's at first I thought it was broken, and then I was like, eh, not really. You're only you're only really getting like one extra divine shield off of this. It's fine. Yeah. I, I think if I had to choose, to me, the sleeper on this is Imp Mama, because oh boy, like, <laughs> yeah, demons and taunt like soul like it protects your soul juggler. It allows your soul juggler to keep popping off. Like, um, it made I, I feel like they introduced Imp Mama because they were worried that there are people who like to play demons and. If you just nerf demons to oblivion, then like that's not fun either. Like you still want demons to be viable. You just don't want them to be the only option. So I feel like Imp Mama was kind of done to do that, to make demons still viable. Um Caligos, eh, it's kind of bad. Uh, I feel like Caligos should be like a tier five or tier four uh minion. Yeah. Cause again, at tier six, you're not you're not playing a lot of cards. You're not. You're yeah. just not. Like it's. You're you're playing all your battle. Cry, all the battle cry minions themselves are are around like tiers three, four, and five. So why would mm-hmm. you sell these big minions that you've been buffing to play something weak with a battle cry, just so that you can give all your dragons one one? Like if you give your dragons like two two or three three, that's one thing. But one one's not enough. Um. Nadina the Red. I love Nadina the Red. I think that she's maybe other than Imp Mama, I think she's like the strongest of the new six tier minions that came out. Only because even at tier six, people will still have red whelps. And now you've given that red whelp divine shield as well. <laughs> like, it's just weird. Like, you're going to have dragons just for the sake of having dragons. And now you have all of these dragons that you've been buffing the entire game. And then now all of a sudden they have Divine Shield too. And if you have... The one thing that I I worry about with Nadina is that most of the dragon comps that I've seen have five dragons and Wag Toggle. Or Talk Waggle. Uh, Mm -hmm. If you introduce Nadina to the comp, you don't want to sell a dragon. You probably want to sell Togwaggle. So there's like a conflict of interest there where you're having to make a big decision on what you want to keep and what you don't want to keep. But all in all, I think that the, like, whether you're giving four dragons or five dragons divine shield, I think that's really strong. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I do want to just ask you a question because I don't think we've really gotten this answer from you. But uh, what what do you really think about Red Whelp? It's, it's broken. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> like, well, I mean, because like every other card you keep talking, Red Whelp and you'll have Red Whelps. I mean, that that's the thing. That's, <laughs> that's the problem that I've had with this card so far is that 
I'll admit, I'm selling my red whelps at like tier four. <laughs> okay, okay. But you're going to have, like, you might have a golden dragon paw lieutenant. You might have a golden bronze warden, or if you're crazy, a golden hangry dragon or something. <laughs> like, you're going to have these gigantic. I shouldn't say if you're crazy, because I know, like, if you've been winning, like, that is a humongous dragon. And then now you're just giving it Divine Shield. You're going to have buffed Herald of Flames. You're going to have buffed Draconid Enforcer. Like, Nadina the Red plus Draconid Enforcer. That's insane. Like, it's the synergy between dragons right now. There's so many dragons that got introduced. And on top of that, I feel like at the end of the day, because of that stupid one, like, one tier tier one minion... (laughs) You don't get penalized for just getting the dragon. Oh, what dragon is it? It's Murazon. Murazon's a bad card. But because it's a dragon, it makes Redwell better. So, therefore, you should just... If you don't have any other option, just grab it because it's going to make everything better. And then once you have Nadina the Red, who cares? Like, you don't care that it's a 5-5. It's now a 5-5 with Divine Shield that's going to buff Draconid Enforcer. It's going to buff Razor Gore. It's going to buff that stupid red whelp like it's like dragons are dragons are supposed to be powerful like i get it however i feel like you have to have a reason to get rid of cards like the like that's that's what makes wrath weaver so strong is that at the end of the day who cares that it's a tier one it's going to scale so much that it's worth holding on to the entire game. Same thing with Soul Juggler. It's a tier three minion that can literally just destroy people's boards. Because And because of that, you want to hold on to it the entire game. Their beasts don't really have that. Like, all the beasts start to fall off. All the mechs, except for, like, Cobalt Guardian, which I think they'll wind up doing something with eventually there's no reason to hold on to any of those cards long term they're literally just cannon fodder for whatever your in-game strategy is so for me like to see dragons come in and there be so many dragons involved like was it 18 of the of the cards that got introduced for dragons uh, so they added 18 minions and 16 of the 18 were dragons. Well, 16 of the 18 are new. Hold on. Let me. Yeah. 16 of the 18 are new and exclusive only to Battlegrounds. Two of them we have had in the game before. And then in terms of how many dragons there were, uh, 12 of them are dragons. So 12 of the 18 are dragons. 16 of them are Completely new cards and exclusive to Battlegrounds. Yeah, so... And on top of that, there's still only 99 heroes... Or minions. 91 minions. So... You now have 16 dragons in there. On top of the curator... On top of all the cards that were buffing dragons before dragons even existed. There's so much synergy for dragons that... I think that everyone trying to play dragons isn't really a problem, which when everyone tried to play demons, there was a problem because there weren't enough (laughs) demons to go around. 
Right. When if everyone tried to play beasts or mechs, there's a problem because there's not enough to go around. There are enough dragons to go around, so you can have more and more people playing dragon comps. And I I get it. Like part of this is you want to you want to inspire people to play the game more. You want them to try these comps. You want to give them the ability to get these comps out. But I feel like when you can literally just throw five dragons on the board, regardless of what they are, as long as one of them is a red whelp, and then you have some other card that takes advantage of that, whether it's Nadina the Red, whether it's Razor Gore, whether it's um, Togwaggle, you're going to do fine. And because you don't get penalized for everyone trying to do it. The, it it's literally like I, I've taught four more. Like I gained 400 MMR in the last two days. Yep. I, I've gained about that much as well. Yeah. Like, and, and it's, it's not even, it's not even from like games that I've played well. It's just like, Oh, Hey, look, there's a red whelp. I'm going to grab that. <laughs> oh look, there's Togwag. I'm gonna grab that. Like, all right, well, top four guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. So for me, it's just like I, I know there's a problem with the current meta. I I love that they they did something this bold and that they they brought in a ton of cards all at once. I just feel like I feel like there was supposed to be like a slow rollout of these cards and it just didn't happen. And they were like, well, the year of the dragon is almost over. So we've kind of just got to throw all of these out at once. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like this was all planned, but maybe, maybe some of them do need adjusting. Um, but you know, you, you've kind of been talking about the amount of dragons, the amount of mechs and, and so on. I do just want to mention the last couple of notes here that they had in the patch notes. Uh, they did remove Professor Putricide. Uh, they're taking it back to the drawing board uh, and we'll likely see him in the future with some changes. And then they also did remove some minions and added in all the dragons. So they removed Shielded Minibot, Anoyotron, Mounted Raptor, Phalanx Commander, Psychotron, Tortolan Shellraiser, Piloted Sky Golem, Festeroot Hulk, Boogie Monster and Sated Threshadon. So a decent amount of mechs in there they removed. Um, and then a few, you know, the Phalanx Commander, Tortol and Shellraiser, and I think Fester Root Hulk and Boogie Monster, all four of those uh, had no minion type, if I remember that correctly. Um, and they only added in, I think, three. I think three of the minions that they added in. Let me just double check. One, two, three. Yeah, only three added uh, minions that have no uh, type. Like, they don't have a dragon tag or beast or anything like that. Um, I've seen a lot of people talking about um, Tyrion. What What are your thoughts on Tyrion after this patch? It's still good. Still, Still broke. Sorry, I I think that people that were playing Tyrion extremely well were doing this thing where you don't necessarily, you don't have to go like the no comp comp. Like, you don't have to go like, oh, I'm not going to go demons, I'm not going to go mechs or whatever. Like, all you have to do is 
have something that Tyrion can buff. And now it's just more of that. I think Tyrion is still fine, but I actually think that after the patch, he's gotten a little worse. I think a lot of people are still hyping him up a lot. Um, But me personally, I mean, I'm looking at, like, there's not a lot of non... uh, Wow, I can't even think of the word, but, you know, not a lot of the minions that don't have those tags uh, that you really want to be keeping and keeping in your in your lineups um maybe like wax rider togwaggle is a good one um you know maybe something like cadgar but or soul jugglers um but a lot of the stuff that doesn't have a tag you're kind of just using for the battle cry or whatever and then you're just getting rid of it so i i don't know i'm kind of not sold on how good Tyrion is right now i think he kind of went down a little bit in the rankings I think he went down, but I think that it's still still a good hero. Yes. And and ultimately we're not trying to make right, heroes yeah. bad. Like <laughs> we're trying to make it so that you can play any hero and if played correctly, you yeah. can win. Um I think that that's ultimately the the goal of of doing this. And and again, with this there are so many options now that while I think it's great that you can you can have more options i also think that if you have a certain way like you mentioned this earlier you and i play this game very differently mm-hmm. like our strategies are very different i i watched Boticus, uh shout out to Boticus. um i watched him and ridiculous hat stream and some of the decisions that they were making, I was like, but, but why? No. And, and, but they were winning. Right. And it was like, okay, well, I guess, I guess I'm the wrong one in this. So it, I, I feel like now there are so many options that if you do play a certain type of strategy, you could almost be penalized because it's less likely you're going to get the hero that supports that type of strategy. Um, and and that's those are my concerns. It's just that I love that there are options, but I also wonder like maybe again cycle them, like make it so that there are you know twenty eight heroes that are available, not necessarily thirty, however many there are now. Let's see, thirty one, thirty three. You know, those five minions that you take out each, you don't have to necessarily buff or nerf them, like, just reduce the amount of option. It's 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 a balancing act. I think that they could do that. Sure. Okay, well, I think we're almost ready to wrap up. I have one more quick question for you. So, what has been your favorite hero, or maybe the hero that you think has the most potential in the meta right now? Um, well, Red Whelp is definitely my favorite hero <laughs> because I, I feel like every time I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I, I think it's the curator and I think it's the curator because of the fact that there are so many dragons or so many dragon synergies that having that built in dragon on the board from turn one, it, it just amplifies everything that you're trying to do 
Uh, I would think out of all the new heroes, I, I still think Galakron. Once people figure out how to play Galakron, again, if you play your cards right, you're guaranteed a tier six minion by the fifth turn. Like that, I don't, I don't know, if, I don't know how I feel about that. That's just kind of <laughs> scary at times. Like everyone else is at tier two and tier three. Meanwhile, you've got a tier six minion out there and we've already seen what, what that can do. Like when you have, um, what's the, what's the card that just can randomly transform into any other card? (laughs) Shifter Zeris. So like when you, when your Shifter Zeris pops off and you've got like this six star minion on the board or when AFK used to give you a tier three and a tier four minion, like think about that, but better. Like now you're getting a tier six minion, not necessarily a tier four minion or two tier three minions. Um, that can set you up to go really far into the game. Yeah. Okay. I, I think it's a little interesting. I don't think, um, I think we both kind of have, Maybe sleeper picks, I'd say. So I don't think if you ask like the average person, they'd probably say that same thing that you did. But I kind of like Nefarian right now. I think there's a lot of Divine Shield stuff going on. And, you know, especially with the buff to George and George getting a little better and just them adding in, like I said, so many different Divine Shield things. Um, I think I got a first, first place with Nefarian one game and the second place was George. Um, but... I mean, just getting rid of those divine shields and then being able to kind of negate that effect is uh, pretty good right now. So I, I really like Nefarian. I think that Nadina the Red, like, I like how her divine shields work because you don't get divine shield until right. she dies. So having having cards that directly counter what Nefarian's trying to do is interesting. Yeah. And and I mean, to me, I think that's, you know, we talked about sleeper picks. I think the thing that makes certain picks sleeper picks is that they're doing something that you cannot counter. Like, how do you counter Galakron getting a tier yeah. six minion? Well, you beat him in five <laughs> turns. That's yeah. not going to happen. Um, like, how do you counter um, the curator having two dragons on turn one? You can't. There's nothing you can do about that. Like, at that point, you're guaranteed... If you get Red Whelp on turn one, you're guaranteed that you're going to win at least the first two rounds. And, again, that that puts you so far ahead. It allows you to rank up to tier two early. That allows you to to get out in front of the rest of your opponents. And, to me, that's what makes some of those heroes really scary. Good point. Is it time for a last call? I think so. I think it's time to get that last drink and get out of here. All right. So it's last call, everyone. There's, I don't know why I'm trying to do this. Um, There's a couple of things. So we got another five-star review. This one comes from Manodokan. I'm sorry if I did not pronounce your name right. But... They write, awesome job on the show. Great insight, especially for a new player like me. Cheers to the oldest Battlegrounds podcast in my book. Uh, 
couldn't say it better myself. Thank you so much for that. I think it's absolutely. I I love that. Right now we're five out of five stars ratings and reviews. Be sure to continue to to share the love on iTunes and wherever you're listening to this at. And we have another patron. Uh, shout out to our newest patron, uh, Fragrant RNG. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Uh, again, if you weren't sure, that Patreon goes to us, you know, being able to spend more time studying up on what's happening, uh, making sure that we keep our operation costs, you know, under control and things like most people don't realize podcasting is not a free venture. You can do it really cheap sometimes, but if you want excellent sound quality and uh, ease of use on uploading and making things uh, sound better and better and better, we can only do that with the help from our patrons. So, Fragrant, thank you so much. Uh, you, uh, I've spoken with Fragrant already, and he has some great ideas on some topics that we'll probably run into in the next few weeks. But obviously this week we had to uh, spend an hour and a half talking about the massive update that, that was the 16.4 patch. Yes, absolutely. And yes, thank you. Thank you so much for, for being a patron and, you know, it really does mean a lot to us so that we can keep doing this. Uh, you know, there's been a few hiccups recently with like, you know, taking the time off for DreamHack and that kind of stuff. But I think we are pretty much set to just get right back on schedule. And uh, Blizzard did also say that they're going to be announcing stuff for the upcoming year, not just Battlegrounds, but just, you know, new stuff that's going to be coming for Hearthstone in general uh, mid-March. So in just a few weeks, we should be hearing a lot more. Uh, usually they'll announce about a month ahead of time the new expansion. So <coughs> next month we should be hearing some Hearthstone updates. Uh, we'll be hearing hopefully what the next expansion is. You know, So in April we'll have that new expansion. We'll have uh, rotation and standard um, I'm guessing they'll probably do something big. I, I feel like they'll probably do something big in Battlegrounds around that same time or not long afterwards as well. And, you know, so we'll we'll definitely have a lot to talk about upcoming. And so definitely keep it going. Absolutely. And, and thank you so much for the love. Um, just really quick, we've noticed that in the, the past few weeks, our, our latest episodes have been uh, just getting so much love and response and, and just grow, our audience is growing. Uh, I'm sure once they see that hour and a half episode, it might shrink a little. But uh, we, we promise we, we've been listening to a lot of the feedback that we've been getting. We've been applying a lot of it and it seems to be working really well. So uh, we're going to keep bringing the heat and we're going to try to normally... Uh, make a little bit shorter shows, but also give a lot of insight and do a lot of research in some of these things. But, uh, y'all have been phenomenal. Uh, the podcast just keeps getting larger and larger. And, and again, like as those things happen, we have to think more and more about what we can do to sustain that. So if, if you want to help with that, patreon.bobstavern.pub, uh, share us, share your ideas, share your thoughts. 
but also if you want to connect with people who are much more skilled at this game than we are, then head over to our Discord. Uh, there will be a link in the show notes to join that Discord. We've got a lot of people. We've got new people that join like every single week, and uh, a lot of people there that are. I'm I'm learning so much from and watching people stream and and seeing their insights and like a lot of the opinions that we come with on a weekly basis have been heavily influenced by the conversations that are happening in that discord channel. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, again, I think you said it, but thank you to everyone who has been joining our discord and chatting in there. Um, you know, sometimes I get really busy with all the other stuff I've got going on, you know, and especially last week with everything going on with DreamHack. Uh, so I don't always get a chance to reply. And sometimes, you know, I kind of just like sitting back and watching the conversation that everybody else is having. But, you know, thank you so much to everybody who's been in there and been chatting because it really has been great to see all of the conversations going on in there. And, you know, I'll jump in sometimes. And but even even when I don't, it's it's really awesome to see all the conversations in there. So thank you. Absolutely. So that's going to do it for this week's show. Uh, like Dragon said, I think that we're going to be back on the weekly rotation here, um, depending on if I can get better. But that's going to do it. If you want to reach out to us, you can do so. Uh, you can hit us both up at Bob's Tavern HS on Twitter. And of course, you can check out our previous episodes over at Bob's Tavern dot pub. And, uh, yeah, be sure to follow us on Twitch as well. Normally, these shows are streamed each week on Thursday night. Uh, again, it, it just gives us the ability to do more knowing that we have um, followers and, and the support of our listeners on Twitch as well as on the podcast. But if you want to reach me, you can do so at KJAY Miller. Uh, Don, what about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitch. Uh, it's Dragon Rider DK. And Twitter is at Donnie DK. That's D-A-W-N-I-E-D-K. And a final shout out to all those people at Amber Flight Gaming. Uh, again, for kicking butt, taking names, making it happen at DreamHack. But that's going to do it for this episode this week. Uh, tavern's closed, everybody. Get out so I can go back to sleep. See ya. Welcome back, Casino. Now, nobody this time. Please leave your weapons outside, Hawkeye. You know the rules. Welcome, Kraziki. Your dark corner is ready for booty. Eudora, we have to have a little chat about your tab. I didn't know you were in town, Chew. Still cracking heads? You are a diamond in the rough, Always a pleasure.